0: It really goes back to that it didn't start like this. You know, I've had this conversation a lot recently where you, see, you start working on something. You start at the bottom and you work your way up. But as you work your way up, you don't really notice the journey. You don't notice the things that are changing. And when you're going through this journey, you're like, fuck, I just wish I was here already. So it's crazy once we're here at the end of the year and we're able to look back on just what this room looked like before the types of interviews we were doing when we first started at the beginning of the year and for this journey to have taken place you know on a consistent weekly fuck I can't talk on a consistent weekly basis it just feels it feels good to be at the end of the year you know what I'm saying this is sadboy radio it's me, can I love the sand? What's going on everybody, welcome back to Sad Boy Radio, I'm your host Matt, and today we got a special guest, it's his fifth time on the show, owner of BDS, he's not a rapper, uh, but yeah man, You know, we had to get him on with the new camera set up, with the lights, we had to make him look good for the one time. Go ahead and introduce yourself bro. What's up everybody,
1: it's your boy Big Vic, aka The Big Boss, aka Vicky the Producer, aka Vicky V, aka Cameraman. AKA a lot But you could just call me Big Vic
0: Literally somebody has called him
1: The cameraman A O cameraman I, that I that got
0: way. pissed off I was like <laughs> bro Why are you calling my cameraman Cameraman He's got a name Like what uh, What the fuck is that Like only I can call him cameraman For real Shit bro Honestly like This This year has been a event for, for you Good Bad A lot of bad A lot of good He got fired on his day off Ah. Uh, talk about the biggest change in your life for this past year and you know what's really stood out for you
1: I couldn't say that there's like one biggest change like there was just a lot of things that happened at one like not at once but like just kind of like after the other and um I just I guess I would say I reacted I mean at the beginning of the year I pretty much was just um you know in this groove of like just trying to get the business like up and running kind of get everyone going and kind of getting myself personally, like, together, you know, so that way I can achieve the goals that I want to personally, not just in business. Um, so I th- I think really just everything kind of, like, helped shape me in, like, this year. And I've I've definitely – I if I had to cap it off, I'd say I'm definitely, like, a completely different person, like, so much for the better, like, now than I was at the beginning of this year.
0: And, you know, we've sat down, we've had conversations where it was literally – you could see the difference in how you work and how your you know your your relationships with people in general i feel like you know as the year has gone on we've had a better relationship and i'm sure you could say the same with a lot of the people you've been working with like trevor right trevor was somebody who was in and out before but now he's really a fundamental part of the business and what we're doing over here at blue door touch on that a little bit before we move forward you know we always got to touch on business first so how's blue door looking what's going on with you guys you just opened up the news uh website
1: as you guys are able to tell like through sad boy a lot has changed just kind of our studio in general like production quality um and really just ideas man and really just trying to get like the business like not trying to but making the business like official really at the beginning of the year i kind of brought in uh, Sir Trevor James, Trevor, I brought him in as uh, an executive with the company. We kind of just had like the same vision, you know, just trying to like really create this, this network, this hub that can really like do it all and just really just be about the music and the community that comes through here. So he, uh, you know, came on board and um, we just kind of hit the ground running with getting new equipment, um, just kind of bringing new people on board as well, um, new engineers, uh, a new photographer, a visual person as well. Um, And we're only looking to continue growing, you know, as we get more clients in and as we grow our business and as we become a more household name and community brand in Chicago, um, you know, it's really just it's really just looking up. I'm really excited about the website. You know, I I look at it every day. I kind of think about, like, what uh, what can make it better. Shout out to Bella Fior Studios. She uh, was the one who. like created the infrastructure for the website uh, and just kind of like did all our, our design and some logo work um which you can also see on our social medias um but yeah that's that's really part like that's that was that's really like what kind of drove me this year was to get the business set in a in a certain spot so then that way i could focus on myself which is definitely where i'm at now the business is running smoothly we're getting new clients you know we're working with ash she's uh become a we've pretty much become like her in-house studio for like everything so that's really what we're what we're focused on is just getting getting artists who are really dedicated to this and coming in and using all of our resources because we have so much to offer. It really goes back to that it
0: didn't start like this. You know, I've had this conversation a lot recently where you see, you start working on something, you start at the bottom and you work your way up. But as you work your way up, you don't really notice the journey. You don't notice the things that are changing. And when you're going through this journey, you're like, fuck, I just wish I was here already. So it's crazy once we're here at the end of the year and we're able to look back on just what this room looked like before. The types of interviews we were doing when we first started at the beginning of the year. And for this journey to have taken place, you know, on a consistent weekly... Fuck, I can't talk. On a consistent weekly basis, it just feels... It feels good to be at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying?
1: Not that I didn't before, but now that I come in here, just kind of like, what whether it's during Sad Boy or whether it's like just on any other day, when I come in here, I'm like, it's fucking nice and like, and I I love that feeling. Whereas before, like, it wasn't so much. It was like, yeah, we got we got our own studio, yeah, we got a place. But I was like, fuck, like this kind of looks like shit. This isn't up to par. And now it's like, oh man, a big thing for me this year that I that I adopted was, um, I stopped wishing time away and what i mean by that is i'd be at my my old job that you (laughs) that you mentioned that i uh, got let go from he got fired on his day off nah i (laughs) I did my two weeks and they let me go like oh we don't need you no more i was like all right say less what i was trying to say is like i stopped wishing time away so i stopped i would be at work every day like man i can't wait for five o'clock i can't wait till it's five o'clock i can't wait till the end of the day i can go home smoke go to the studio whatever and i thought to myself i'm like man like at the same time, though, I'm, like, every week, I'm, like, man, the weekend went by so fast. Man, before I know it, I'm going to be this old. Before I know it, I'm this old. All my coworkers are, like, oh, you're so young. Like, you know, don't think about it like that. I'm, like, but it's true. I'm, like, every fucking weekend, it's, like, I'm, like, damn, it's another week. But I'm over here wishing time away. So I, like, stop doing that. Like, I stop saying, like, I can't wait till it's this. So I can't wait till this is over because it's, like, realistically, like, when you do that, man, life does become short. And, like, when you really can sit there and like just take everything in and observe everything like yourself and like just be more self-aware and observe the people around you like time really does move slowly and you really can enjoy things on a different a different level and i think that's helped me become a better person is like i've i've really tried to maximize my time and at the same time i've stopped just wishing life away because it's like every moment is precious you know like uh personally you know knock on wood like i haven't lost anyone um like, close to me this year, you know, like, death or anything like that, but, like, you know, as we've talked before, there's been years where I lost a lot of people in my life, and it's, like, it can it can all be different in a, in a matter of a day, so it's, like, don't wish the fucking day away. Like, take every second in that you can, you know? So that's, that's one thing that I've definitely adopted this year that has helped me, like, move forward and just kind of, like, enjoy life and become a better person.
0: I always fucking say this shit, we forget, we forget, we forget, and that's because these are the little moments that people don't think about every single day we're always we're always on to the next thing i see what you mean in that sense right that we're always wishing that time's just gonna pass us by and we'll be in the just like i said we'll be
1: the next step the next section you want to go to we'll
0: we'll be at the final result what changed for you then what what made you change your mindset i
1: think i think it was really just that i think i just kind of had an aha moment one day at work i was just like I know I hate my job, but, like, I'm wishing the day away. And every Monday, my coworkers like, how was your weekend? Every weekend, I'm like, too short. And really, like, I just got bored. I got bored of saying the same shit. And I got bored of my coworker saying the same shit to me. No disrespect to them at all. But it's like, that's just how life is. Like, no, I won't say that. That's how our society is, like, training us to be. Like, just fast-paced. One thing to the next, one thing to the next, one thing to the next. That's why everything's so accessible on the phone, you know, because, like, all right here, you don't got to go different places, you know what I'm saying? um my fuckers used to have to walk a block to fucking make a phone call you know (laughs) like they used to have to read on the planes and shit really was just that it was realizing like i want my life to be different like i want to be in a better place it's up to me to fucking change that shit well here's one little thing that i don't really give like pay mind to that i'm like wishing away the day so i think i think it really was just that it really was just like finally just being tired of it and ultimately that's what led me to to leaving that job, giving my two weeks and then ultimately being let go the same day. But, you know, I'm at a better <laughs> I'm at a better job now, you know, same field, making more money. Um, And I'm, I'm happy where I'm at because at the end of the day, like I have my plans. I know what I got set for. It, and as long as I like stick up for myself and like do what I want to do and I know is going to benefit me, like I can't go wrong. You know,
0: you know, I find myself thinking a lot of the times about all the things that I wish I completed with the day. I'm pretty sure you probably find yourself in the same place where you think, why the fuck didn't I get that done? I had all the time in the world. I just sat around and did nothing. I keep doing that a lot recently where I'll be at work and I'll think about how I got to upload these videos to Spotify. I got to upload the audio files to Spotify and Apple Music, which I haven't done since August like a fucking idiot. And those are the little basic things that I could get done all i gotta do is go on my computer which i paid three thousand dollars for click upload and it'll do it by itself but i'm
1: just a fucking lazy piece of shit and don't want to do it not to be an enabler but like you know sometimes it's okay to like not get shit completed you know like sometimes you really do need a rest and that's that's been happening to me a lot like recently i've just been like you know staying up late getting shit done um or at least trying to, but then, like, I've just been putting too much on my plate, you know, and sometimes you just got to give yourself a rest, so, like, it ain't that big of a deal, but... Hey, it's a a
0: little, like, too late. It's four months too late. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how many have we done? We probably did. That's four times four. That's 16. That's a whole 16 episodes that are missing. I wanted to get Vic on here specifically because it's the end of the year. He did the end of the year one last year. That was number 33. This will be number 85. And it's just crazy to see how far we've come. We were interviewing people kind of on a week-to-week basis off of names we heard last year. It was literally, oh, you should interview this person. Oh, you should reach out to this person. Oh, this person just posted a song. Let me reach out to them on Instagram type shit. Like, uh, shout out GUYO. But literally, Vic was like, I went to school with this guy. You should hit him up. And that was the first interview we did that wasn't somebody in the circle.
1: Damn, I can't believe it's been almost two years. And
0: to see how far it's come, like, now we're interviewing people who are staying out in Puerto Rico. Marce and J-Bro. We're interviewing DJs who are playing in the clubs every single weekend. King Inez, Drip, Santos, um, people who curate their own events, Cooley, C-Stays. Uh man,
1: I'm trying to think of everybody, right? I'm definitely proud of the fact that, like, I've heard people, like, come in here and, like, say to you, like, yeah, man, like, what you guys are doing is is real legit. Like, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. Like, I actually like your interview. People saying, like, I actually like your interviews. I actually like your questions. I like the type of shit you ask. Like, whereas before, it's, like, um, just kind of like what I would, you know, what we would hear, like, throughout, like, just networking. Like, that's not what, like, some people would think necessarily right away. That's not what, like, some interviewees would think. You know, and now to, like, hear that in person and, like, really, like, see that, like, it's like, damn, you know, all the hard work that you've been putting in, that I've been putting in, you know, every week, like, really just goes to pay off, you know, and especially, like, the first thing that shows that is, like, the production quality, you know, so um, that's definitely, like, over the past two years, like, to be able to see that progression is definitely, like, definitely is, like, a proud moment, you know.
0: Especially, you know, when we got legends coming in here and saying like hey bro i can't believe i'm sitting inside the sad boy radio studio they always think it's my studio but it's vic's studio i
1: remember when fucking d came in and i'm like bro i remember being in like the suburbs and fucking like i was at this i was showing my friend's house and one of her friends was like hey i'm trying to do this dance real quick and it was the fucking d shuffle and i thought back to them like bro that was like almost 10 years ago like this fucking crazy
0: starting the year we wouldn't have thought we'd find ourselves in those positions to be interviewing the fucking d of the world And it's only up from here type shit. For real. You guys don't even know, like, the shit that we have to go through, right? Because it's not every single day where we see eye to eye on shit. Like, I'll come to you and I'll tell you, hey, this shit was fucked up. And you'll either tell me either, A, that was my fault, or B, like, I can't do shit about that. Like, there's literally nothing I could have done about that. But there's also times where, like, I got to hit Vic up last minute, and I got to tell him, like, yo, like, you check this audio out. So to have somebody that's, like, down to always help out and just be proactive about fixing those things, it's, like, that's what you need in a partner and in a teammate. Like, without that, you're not going to fucking succeed. So, man, just a big shout-out to Vic because, you know, I give him a shout-out every week, but you guys don't know the half of it. And like I said, it's not always going to be – Where we're buddy, buddy, where we're best friends, but it definitely isn't like we're gonna throw hands any minute.
1: I just personally feel like if you can't be real with people you do business with, like you shouldn't be doing business with them, you know? Facts.
0: I like to be able to reflect on the relationships that we built throughout the years, throughout, you know, the one specific year, because there's been so many relationships that we created in this specific room, whether the interaction was small, big, significant, or not. These are relationships that are impacting you because those interactions are always going to live with you. Whether that conversation happened once or twice, it's something that's going to stick in your mind. You know how many times I've referenced Ozone's and I'm like, damn, like that shit for real stuck with me. Somebody I even recently talked to, AK, you know, just being able to connect with him. That's somebody that I haven't talked to in, you know, five, six months. But being able to reach out back to him and say, hey, you know, let's go grab food. Let's, you know, talk about what's going on in life. That was a conversation that I also needed at that time. And, you know, for somebody to somebody you don't even know to come here, take the time and have that conversation with you, that's some special shit, especially because they don't need to fucking come here and and spend their time doing so. You know, it's something I've learned, though. Something I have learned is that this is just as much a service for people that we do invite on here at this point, because look at the fucking production quality on this shit. Look at the questions we're asking. Look at, I guarantee you, every single person that I've had on within the past year has received a personal message from somebody about the interview and said like, hey, that shit was dope. Hey, I really liked your answers and I definitely gained some more insight to you. I hope you're doing well. Because that's the type of emotions this shit's evoking from people. It's showing a more human, a more real side to these artists. It's not just showing them as the person they're portraying themselves to be. It's showing them as who they really are. So that's definitely a lesson I've learned about us and learned about the product because I used to really, I used to genuinely think like anybody who came on here, they were doing us a favor. Like they were sliding and spending time going over these questions and, not asking for anything in return. But it's nice to know that we've reached the point where it's like, we're not begging. And it shouldn't, it doesn't feel like that no more. You know what I'm saying? The lyric I took was from Drake. You know, I know too, way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. And I definitely know way too many people that I didn't know last year.
1: Make sure you fucking, like, stick to yourself. Do Give yourself what you need, you know, before you... You know, you start letting all these new people in your life and, like, giving them your energy.
0: Which leads me to ask you, you know, what's the most important relationship
1: you've created,
0: you know, throughout this year?
1: Definitely with my girl, meeting my girl, and then, like, ultimately us coming together, becoming um, a couple. And just ultimately, like, starting to build this life together. Like, I'm at the stage of my life where I kind of—I was dating someone new. I was—new. No, I was dating someone different, like, at the like beginning of this year uh and then when we broke up i was like he was on his sad boy shit no i wasn't on my sad boy shit i was like immediate because honestly like mentally i was out of that relationship like for a minute um and i just didn't have straight up i didn't have the balls to like leave you know because i i was one of those people who like comfortable yeah i was emotionally dependent you know so like i was just so afraid to leave and then like when she broke up with me I, like, chose to not fight back, you know what I'm saying? I was just, like, I this is something that I need, and ultimately, like, I was, like, fuck it, I need to go on a whole phase, because, like, I had been not something that I had, like, done, and... That's what we call I, sad boy shit. I guess I... Would you... I mean, I guess, because you're, like, improperly, like, sad channeling boy. your fucking emotions. Sad boys are just fuck boys, but this they guy. put on a front. Honestly, it was, it was good for me, you know, um, because right away, I just kind of hit the ground running with what I had to do. I, like, took a day to my myself to be like sad about it and i realized i wasn't as sad as i thought i would have been about had been broken up with and i just you know i just moved forward you know like that was it and i was like all right i gotta do me i'm gonna get on my whole phase i'm gonna fucking you know like work on the business some more like really like get in the studio because i got all this time And that's what leads to the
0: real premise of this episode, right? There's no there's like no real premise of this episode, but it gets worse before it gets better. You know, Uh, without rain, there's no sun. That's kind of how I look at it, because in 2021, that year was supposed to be the worst year of my life. And I tell people that was if if all the bad shit that happened in that year didn't happen to me, that would have been the best year of my life. But it had to have gotten that bad for me to have reached the point where everything else seemed so much better when I had accomplished all that we talked about in the previous end of the year episode where I graduated, we started the podcast, all that shit. So now, you know, when you went through that, you know, seeing it this year for you i was like man it really does get worse before it gets better i'm gonna list all the bad shit that happened to you real quick to you me know, yeah not, oh, not to be an asshole Damn. but like got head? got fired got dumped kicked out moved to 63rd we're uh, we not <laughs> from 63rd <laughs> but in the end it worked out because now you're in a healthier mental space now you're in a relationship that, where you feel loved and valued now your business is up and running and almost self-sufficient, right? You'll be self-sufficient once you're making all the money back and then some profit. You're not going to be profitable for a minute because all that money's going to end up going back to the studio and reinvest it anyways. But for all that bad shit to have happened in the beginning of the year and then take that full 180, it always gets worse before it gets better. And that's just kind of the message I wanted to you know, spread to the people is that shit can seem dark. Shit can seem bad, but it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of, you know, your life. How do you feel like this relationship has helped you become a better person?
1: You know, like I said, but being about my past relationship, like I was mentally already out of it. So I was already thinking to myself, like, okay, like this is what I got to do to better myself. Ultimately, like with my girl now is like in realizing those things beforehand and kind of just um getting there, she kind of just like fell in. I didn't have to change myself in any way, like, she's doing her own thing, I'm doing my own thing, in terms of, like, being an entrepreneur and, like, being a business person and just, uh, you know, personal accomplishments and personal growth, so it was just kind of, like, it was almost, like, more, that's, it was more so, like, the, well, it was that we were friends first, and it it kind of just turned into, like, you know, we ended up, like like, being attracted to each other and then, like, ended up ultimately, like, loving each other, you know, so that's, like... I wouldn't say the relationship itself helped me grow as a better person, but, like, I became that better person, and then her coming into my life, it kind of just, like, made everything that much more enjoyable because when you have a partner, that's kind of, that's... It's cliche as fuck, bro, but, like, when you know, you know. Like, that's all I have. Like, that's really all I have to say, you know? And, like, I definitely enjoy, like you said, like, having the proper love given to me, for sure, because I can feel a difference, like, a million times over. Not even my ex, but, like, you know, the girls that I would talk to before... Um, so with this relationship now, I mean, you just heard me say, like, you know, I can, I call her my fiance, even though I haven't asked her pops, you know? So, um, that, that's just like the, that's just the shit I'm on, you know? Like, I, I'm, I'm setting my, I'm setting up my life. Like, I'm, I'm really doing it. So, like, this, like, the shit that I'm doing now, like, it's, it's here to stay. Like, nothing is no fly by night shit. Like, I value my time. Um, I value the people that I get to spend my time with because, like, we kind of talked a little bit off camera. Like, sometimes I feel like some of the connections, and it's not it's not in a bad way to them, but it's like, you know, when you're a giver and, like, people, like, want stuff from you, per se, like, but there's a, there's a lot of people. It sucks at your energy, and then ultimately, that's why I said to you, make sure you give to yourself first before you give to other people because if everyone takes everything from you, you got nothing to give to yourself, and then what are you? And that like I went I went through therapy like a few years ago and I learned that and like I lost it along the way and I relearned that again and like I'm just in like a so much better place, like you said. Like you could tell the difference and just kinda how I, I still be giving y'all shit. I still be talking like a smart ass to y'all, but that's just me. What do you feel like is the
0: biggest change you've seen in yourself from last year to this year?
1: Definitely my willpower. Um just realize you know, I I would I would always tell people that I live my life like I'm gonna die tomorrow um because i didn't want to be the type of person that like i've spent my fucking day like you know no offense to anyone especially my boy tyler we're celebrating his graduation but like i didn't want to i don't want to be that person that like studies their life away you know like i just wanted to do shit that meant something to me didn't mean shit to people like other people like do what i want to do and do what makes me happy you know so like i didn't want to had to think about, like, oh, I got to stay in a night because I got to make sure I have money next week. He's like, nah, fuck that. My boys want to go out? Like, let's go out. Like, that was the shit that I was on because I could die tomorrow. I didn't want to be at work the my last day on earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, but now it's, like, I have to realize that there's a 99% chance that I wake up tomorrow, you know, God willing. That's really allowed me to, like, be able to have the success happen and just, like, continue forward and become a better person because... I'm not drinking every every night or every weekend anymore, blowing all my money, like, on a bunch of weed and shit like that. Like, I'm really doing meaningful stuff, setting myself for the future to be able to buy property, like, all this shit that I want to do. And it, it, it's a great feeling, you know? It's like, you get older, you grow up. It's, and that's pretty much what I did, was I grew up. It's weird when that mindset switches, right? It's, it's, beca- literally, like a switch. it's literally
0: like a switch. You know, one day you just realize, like, damn, what, what am I doing next? So you just
1: get tired. Mm-hmm. Just like. Like I was tired of the same shit. It
0: feels like when is shit going to change? When is shit going to finally look up? And I think about the clip I just released with Solo cello, where he's talking about, I can't wait for Superman. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's true. You can't wait for the perfect moment to happen. You got to go make it happen for yourself. Uh, You just can't wait for time and for these things to come to you. A lot of the times, at least lately, I find myself in this position where you got to just kind of let things go as well. You know, as time goes on, all this bad shit happens to you and you got to just let it be. Sometimes you try to force situations and that's when all this bad shit happens. Um, I was listening to Bad Bunny. I was actually scrolling through my twenty twenty two playlist that Apple Music made for me and I saw Ignorantes on there. In the song he says no se nos si tu me te amo normal Yo sé que a veces Mainly he's talking about a relationship, obviously. He's saying that I don't know You know, if I love you and you love me, I know it's normal to fight, but I don't know why we left this alone, you know these situations that we put ourselves in where sometimes we become so tired of fighting that it's like, okay, I just got to let it be. And I got to let myself move on that way I can start this healing process of whatever it may be holding you back. And I took this one because obviously you found yourself in that position. I found myself in that position. And it goes way beyond relationships. It goes into any life experience. Sometimes you're stuck in a job for way too long. And it's just eating at you. It's eating at you. And It's not until you're almost at that breaking point. And once you've reached that breaking point where you can't take no more, that's when you become complacent. That's when you become stuck in a in a cycle, so to say. So I think about that song and I guess that's what I don't want to happen for 2023. I don't want to be stuck in a cycle because I think that that's what's best for me. I don't want to be stuck in a situation because I've fought so hard for so long and now I'm saying, "Well, I might as well. I put the time and effort into it. Let me just stay here." For you, what's the most important lesson you've learned so far this year?
1: Be there for yourself. Like not like a million percent. Be there be there for yourself because no one else is going to be there for you Didn't not superman yeah not superman <laughs> and you shouldn't and you shouldn't expect them to because in reality like you don't owe anyone shit and no one owes you shit like yes you're born to your family but like at the end of the day like you're you go through you go through every second of your life not a, not anyone else they're there for parts of it it could be a lot of your life but they're not there for every single fucking moment they're not there for the fucking moments you're down bad fucking drinking or whatever, or, like, in your thoughts or whatever, by yourself, like, that's you and only you.
0: It's when you're down bad that, you know, you got to learn that lesson that you're the only one that's really there for yourself and you got to make shit happen, you know, just like we've been saying throughout this episode. And you learn that in those moments where shit's at its all time worse. And you slowly build yourself back up. You slowly get to the point where you feel like everything's okay again.
1: Someone has to, like, really go through something in order for them to change. Like, day-to-day interactions, day-to-day happenings aren't going to, like, change someone. It's when something really, like, drastic happens because we're, you know, we're creatures of habit, so it's going to take something drastic to happen, whether it's emotional, physical, financial, whatever, for your mindset to really change. Um, And I think that's that's true in all things. I mean, to truly change, because I feel like some people change and, like, even myself, like not phases but like we say we're gonna change we say we're gonna do something we don't like i told you earlier now i'm like actually able to do the things that i said i was gonna do meant like in my head because i like was always just blocking myself by like just kind of procrastinating and like succumbing to my emotions and my feelings all the time
0: and we already list all the the bad shit that happened (laughs) to you this year what about you what happened bad happened to you this year man i don't even know anymore Feel like, my notebook uh, that, no. Sorry. Sorry I had all the bad shit that happened to you. I, I just knew about it, man. Sure, something bad didn't happen this year, but I think back to all the bad shit that did happen and being grateful for the position that you end up in now. That's what matters at the end of the day. But once again, like I said, we took it to this level. We took it to the it gets worse before it gets better because I saw the similarities and I was like, man, fuck it. For the end of the year, we'll talk about... How, yeah, at the beginning of the year, I probably was being a sad boy still. I was able to connect with so many different topics. And when you run down the list, you look at all the topics I've covered this year. From New Year, New Problems. Literally, that was the fucking first episode of the year. New Year, New Problems. Like, my pessimistic ass. Instead of being like, New Year, New Me, or New Year, New Shit. Like, nah, New Year, New Problems. What the fuck? Um... And then you go into, you know, that I'm entitled to be happy. Yeah, that was meant to be positive. You're entitled to be happy. Everybody's entitled to be happy. But we were really talking about the feeling of, yeah, I'm entitled to be happy, but I'm not. I'm at this point in my life where I should be happy. But nothing around me, nothing about the situations is helping me that, helping me do that. Who else do we have? The I'm not ready for love my fucking sad boy ass, bro. I'm not ready for love. And that's because I found myself in a position where I want to have that. I I want to be able to have that connection. But at the same time, you know, when that Gibeon album came out, it was Scarred, you know, uh, where he's saying that, you know, you're under me, but I'm not over. Not over all the things I told you or oh, Oh girl, I'm broken. And yeah, shit, bro. Everybody ends up broken. I was broken at one point. And I just run down the list, right? You could run down all the episodes, you could run down the whole list and you could see the difference in then to now. Now it's more so interview style, but before I was able to just keep on going like, "Hey, this sad boy experience, I got you. You you need one right now. I got you. You're sad, you're sad, you're sad." I got you. I'm going to make you feel like you're not the only person in the world that feels that shit. So running down that list, I just look at all those topics we've covered and to see how far we've come. You know, it's year two. When we did year one, I was like, man, that was a big year. What do we do to top that shit? I remember talking about that shit. Now we're through year two, and we've interviewed the biggest creatives in Chicago that are available to our network at the moment.
1: I remember I made a Facebook post one day and I was like, why does that pretty much? I was like, why does everyone romanticize struggle? Well, like I think there's a difference between romanticizing struggle and like just struggling because that's life. Like I guess ultimately what I'm trying to say is like life is going to have struggle and struggle builds character and through struggle you'll find success. But there's people who like take the struggle and, like, use it as a crutch and use it as, like, an excuse. Because, like, ultimately, like, people's struggles are different. Um, I'm I'm not one to, like, say you tell me, like, oh, man, this just fucking happened to me outside. I'm not one to be like, oh, well, yeah, like, last week this fucking happened to me. And, woo like, all this dramatic shit happened. Like, no, bro, what you still went through was, like, traumatic in some way to you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, basically what I'm just trying to say is, like, ultimately with through the struggle you'll find success you'll find happiness life has its up and downs like it's all cliche but like it's cliche for a reason because that shit is is true and like you shouldn't romanticize struggle you should want to get out of struggle but do realize that like there are going to be times that you struggle whether it's financially romantically emotionally physically like life is long it's not long for a lot of people but like or for some people But life is long. You really expect the whole entire thing to be perfect? Fuck no, bro. Hell no, your life ain't going to be perfect forever. Because if it is, then like it ain't really worth living. That's almost one of the true meanings of living. Being able to feel those
0: emotions without being able to feel those emotions. Just like you said, what's the point of living? That's why I, I like the title of Sad Boy Radio. A lot of people will be like, man, change that shit. Oh, it's not... It it doesn't hit or it doesn't feel right. But that shit's right to me because I feel like sadness is one of the most real emotions. Everybody feels sad at one point in their life. And it shows you who's going to get through the struggle. It shows you who needs more help with the struggle. And it also shows you who you are at your lowest point in life, whether you're going to be. A shitty person and hurt other people whether you're gonna be a good person and try to figure your shit out and even if you do hurt people along the way that doesn't make you a shitty person it just means that you need that extra help and for those people that see the brightness in you the people that see that you need that help shout out to them hey all props to them because you know i think back to when i was in that place and i hurt a lot of people and it wasn't that i meant to hurt those people it was that I just wasn't in a space where I could spread the love that others needed. So as far as Sad Boy Radio, that shit, that name's going to stay. I don't give a fuck when I'm 30. It's going to be Sad Boys For Real Forever because— He's going to get that shit tatted on his forehead. I will not get this shit tatted on my forehead. But <laughs> like I said, at the end of the day, that's one of the most real emotions you could feel. And without feeling emotions, it's like you're not even a human. You're a robot. And who the fuck wants to be like that? But with that being said, you know, I appreciate you coming on and, you know, for the people, I could have literally got, you know, whoever I wanted, to be honest, I could have planned this out a month in advance and been like, yo, you, I interviewed you, plug me with so-and-so. I'm sure, like, it would have been a little difficult, but we could have made something big happen. But... Sometimes we got to go back to the basics. We got to go back to where did we start day one? We started on a fucking couch with the fucking shitty lights, one camera, no fucking colors. Like, that shit was dry. Uh Yeah, the very first episode didn't. We had no fucking color. Now we got two cameras vix on the fucking big screen with some nice lights with a nice little LED behind them. You see the growth and... I wanted to highlight that i wanted to highlight yeah it's the end of our second year but look at where we started at that first year look at where we ended at that first year we were still with one camera yeah we had some lights but i didn't do no color grading i didn't have another camera where we could go back and forth and shit, me and vic have some of the worst chemistry ever but shit <laughs> yeah you 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 see the you see the product we make And this shit's gonna only go up from here. Shout out me and Vic. Sad Boys For Real, Blue Door Studios, Sad Boy Radio. We're coming even harder in 2023. Pause. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. And shit, once again, it gets worse before it gets better. Sad Boys For Real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio. Can't pierce to blind